Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Oh, it's the happiest day of the week. Welcome to it. Monday, got the full week in front of us. So great. Uh, and we have a brand new uh, bingo card to start out the week with. And Keith is displaying it right there. There it is. Look, everybody. This is our graphics department. That's impressive. That's really impressive. <laughs> so, uh, so the <clears throat> bingo card looks thusly. Yeah. Mars slave colony. What's this? You may strike your listeners as way out, but we actually believe that there is a colony on Mars. Oh. That is yeah. populated by children who were kidnapped <laughs> wow. and sent into space on a 20-year ride. <laughs> Should uh, we so explain? So that once they get to Mars, they uh-huh. have no alternative, no alternative. but to be slaves right. on the Mars colony. There's a lot there. Can we explain why we're depending on a clipboard holding the card right now? Uh, instead of the actual graphic that Oh, Rob is that makes? because we don't have graphic ab- ab- ability right That's now? That's right, yes. We don't have graphic ability right now. Yeah, uh, the, the Commodore 64 down the hall, um, the gerbil died over the weekend and nobody was here to feed dang it. it. Dang it. So we're trying to replace the <sighs> gerbil in the wheel. We'll have a funeral and a memorial service for it later on this week. <laughs> Uh, this is pinned unless, to the top. Of- has it requested to be cremated? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they're, they're actually going to donate his little uh, gerbil organs. Uh, so we're waiting for wow, the uh, life flight to show that's up beautiful. here. Was a gerbil donor? We know that for a fact? Yeah, I saw okay, his card. Good. He keeps okay. it on five. It was in the drawer. I'm nice. sad that's I had great. to go and find it this morning. Uh, anyhow, so... Um, anyway, Mars Sex Slave uh, Mars is Sex, our first yeah. one. This is pinned to the top of Pat Unleashed on Twitter if you'd like to play along and win fabulous prizes, Okay. And frankly, I don't understand why it takes 20 years to get to Mars. That's not a 20-year trip. Mm. And then why why does the length of time mean that their only alternative is to be sex slaves once they get there? Very strange. I don't know. How, how, many, how many squares are there? 25? Yeah. The explanations aren't going to be that long for all of them, are they? My arms are tired no. already. No. <laughs> you could probably put it down. I, I mean, if know. it's pinned to the top of the Twitter page. Well, I want people to be able to see it. There you go, Rob. <laughs> Uh, then our next square is, if you love it so much, why don't you marry it? <laughs> uh, animal video should be an easy one. Keith is pushing that every day, all day. I don't have one today, sadly. Except for today. <laughs> uh, Jeffy mentions his grandfather, because <laughs> he's way too young for anything pre-1995. Right. Probably. Uh-huh. Uh, spoken song lyrics, happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Keith, Bizarro World. Oh, yeah. Then we got this. I, asked, I my, asked my mom if there's a word for this, and she said there is. <laughs> Hypocrisy. Ooh, okay. Uh, that's a hot take. Oh, that's a hot take. Uh, that's probably a key thing, right? Mm. I'm thinking, because I don't know that I've ever said that. I'll get you to say it. All right. Uh, Corn Pop was a bad dude. Corn Pop was a bad dude. <laughs> <laughs> How old were you back then? How old were you? And, and it, it could be a given year or day even like how old were you yesterday you know what i mean mm-hmm. doesn't have to say back then uh not a joke not a joke <laughs> turdo turdo rat's anus <laughs> uh pat mentions kexi but doesn't bring in any or any in Ooh. ukraine is a country in europe we, we... ukraine is a country in europe okay we got that incredibly <laughs> deep lesson uh-huh from kamala not too long ago uh drowning polar bear i love that one we haven't had that in a long time oh, no. that is awesome is that now is that you doing the voice i'm not sure or, or is it this? a tragedy is unfolding in right. the world today maybe it's a combination climate of the two. change climate is threatening change. 
one of the most magnificent wild animals uh-huh. on the planet. Gerbils. Gerbils? Polar bears. Oh, no, I'm sorry. They're I get polar, to polar bear. Mm. Mm-hmm. The ice is melting all it's around melting them. It's melting all around oh, them. No. And food is becoming harder to find as they lose little, their hunting grounds. Little polar bear cubs are going, Help me, Baba. Oh, no. <laughs> so that's kind of the sound of the drowning polar bear right oh. there. Uh, it seems it, it seems insensitive, but here's the thing. Uh, polar bears are probably the best swimmers on this planet. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think a lot of them are drowning. Uh-uh. I, I really don't. They can sw- They can swim 400 miles at a time. Wow. 400 miles. What? Yeah. Like, you didn't know that? That is... Yeah, isn't that incredible? That it's a, awesome. an amazing stat. Uh, oh, we got the Jeffy. Uh, you got 30 minutes. So if we put the 18-minute together along with the 7-minute together, you got 22 minutes. You sell it with 8 minutes of ads, you got 30 minutes. No. No, you don't. Uh, If you wanted to destroy this nation, what would you do differently? Uh, Also then, oh, I love, uh, we haven't heard from Mel in a while. Oh. Uh, It goes like this. Uh, If I can, yes. <laughs> so weird. I think there might have been alcoholic substances involved in no, that. Oh, in that clip? Yeah. Not it, a chance. Stunning, isn't it? No. Uh, Keith oh, wait, where am says, I? Where? and. Oh, and stuff. And stuff. Yeah, and stuff. Uh, Pat Gray is here. I am. Oh, okay. So that's like you hear yeah, the, the lady says. rejoiner and the <laughs> lady says it, and then I, I agree with her. Uh, Jeffy, three, three cuts to clown face. Uh, the 80s called, want their policy back, they're speaking gibberish, and uh, have you uh, <laughs> have you seen this? Have you read about this? You see this in the news today, Kevin? You see this? You read about this? That's crazy, Jake. Little, uh, little Jay Leno thing. All right, so that's a that's a great uh-huh. card this week. Thank you, Just Too Muck and Thank Punch. Thank you. I like that a lot. Yeah, her cat. Yeah. Uh, mm. So we don't pay, you know, Just Too Muck and Fudge is an unpaid intern. She's actually been farming out the uh pat gray bingo duties to her cat really so yeah she's just uh wow just okay. kind of pawning that off so uh hmm. not a joke yeah so not a joke you, thank you to we're just, serious about just that to muck and fudge's kitty i don't actually pawning it off to her cat mm-hmm. so not a joke <laughs> i count no huh? oh, we're co- still too close to that oh put the highlighter down corby <laughs> He thought he had snuck one in there. No. No, I don't think so. Okay. That'd be too easy. Glad we clarified that. All right. From now on, anything that happens. Starting now. Okay. So, uh, apparently the Russians are pulling out of the uh, International Space Station. Oh, wow. Until sanctions against them end. Oh, that's a real thing, huh? It's a real thing. Real thing. And so they tweeted out, hey, who's going to save the, who's going to save the space station uh, when we pull out? And Elon Musk tweeted out, SpaceX. Oh, okay, good. I like it. They have made uh, four trips to the International Space Station. So they are capable with their uh, Dragon Crew uh, spaceship. They are capable of docking with the ISS. So he can do that. But the Russians control the part that keeps the, uh, the space station in orbit. We control the... Uh, the life-giving functions of the space station, and they control the propulsion. Hmm. 
So they're not going to be doing the propulsion anymore. And I don't know if we have the parts and things that fit and match and work. Oh, boy. I don't know. It's going to be a mess. And isn't that something that many people have always said? Look, that's not the role of government anyway. Let's let private business do it. And and for years and years and years, it was like, oh, what private business could have that kind of cash and be able to fund something like that? Uh, The guy just tweeted it out. His name is Elon Musk. And, exactly. Uh, and and I fact-checked this. Ironically, you bring this story up. I fact-checked this fun fact somebody sent to me. It's an incredible fun o- fact. Over the weekend. Uh, this is fascinating. Uh, let's see. John Pompliano tweeted out, If you got $10,000 a day every day since the pyramids were built, which is 4,500 years ago, mm-hmm. you would only have 6% of Elon Musk's wealth. Uh, is that possible? Mm-hmm. $10,000 a day for 4,500 years. So first of all, you have to multiply 10,000 times 365 yeah. and then times 4,500. Mm-hmm. You did that? Yeah, I did all this. And uh, he's worth $267 billion. billion. Okay. So, but let's do your thing real quick. 10,000, right? Yeah, times, times 365. Times 4,500. Yep. Equals... Uh, 16... 16 billion, yeah. 16.4 billion. No kidding. So there you go. I don't even see that. Wow. Oh, that's outrageous. Yeah, so... That's outrageous. So (laughs) Elon's doing pretty well for himself. Now, I also did the math, and somebody can check this one too. I think you'd have to have $19,000 a day for 4,500 years to equal the national debt, $31 trillion. With just nine thousand dollars a day more? Nin- yeah, I don't or, think so. Or nineteen? Uh, not nineteen thousand. It was uh, now I've already closed one hundred ninety thousand. Yeah, maybe? something like that. Yeah, it was just you know a ridiculous yeah. amount more. Not nineteen thousand. You're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. one hundred ninety thousand a day to get to our national debt, which it, is- it just helps put into perspective mm-hmm. how much billions are, you know, and and how much money Elon Musk has. Now, not all of that is liquid, obviously. Yet we're going to tax him on it. But we're going to tax him on it, <laughs> right? Unrealized gains are going to be taxed if Biden has his way, and he probably will. He probably yeah, will. That budget is terrifying. Oh I, my gosh! I don't know if we're going to go over that so at much some point, garbage in it. Yeah, we will. We absolutely will. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the International Space Station, and as far as the sanctions are going, if those are going to hold, if it's going to if it's going to affect Russia to the point where, you know, they really feel it and are incentivized to come to the table and, you know, give up their their goals, some of them at least, to compromise and put a stop to this war. Also today, the Senate Judiciary Committee will meet regarding uh, Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson and her nomination to the Supreme Court. And it has come out that when... She met one-on-one with the senators. Her views on natural rights were discussed. So you can imagine hmm. those are going to be powerful. So and the bedrock uh, of our <clears throat> yeah, natural rights form of government. Mm-hmm. So the question was, do you hold a position on whether individuals possess natural rights? Yes or no? Okay, pretty important question sure for a Supreme is. Court justice nominee. The response, I do not hold a position on whether individuals possess natural rights. (laughs) Wait. Could come from the government, could come from God. I don't know. What do you think I am, a judge? (laughs) She doesn't have a position on that. 
I'm sorry, then you can't be a Supreme Court justice because that is that's a critical element. And she's gonna be she's gonna be confirmed anyway. Don't worry about that. Boy, I mean, her, even even Joe Manchin's gonna vote for her. Yeah, her rulings, man. <laughs> Unbelievable. When when she writes the opinions, they're gonna be Terrorizing. This story came out yesterday, speaking of her, uh, from the New York Post. Convicted child rapist nabbed for assault after lax sentence from Katanji Brown-Jackson. Oh, here we go. She doled out a lenient sentence to a child rapist for violating probation, and he allegedly struck again during the time when prosecutors wanted him locked up. Man. In 2010... Leo Weeks was convicted in D.C. Superior Court of raping his 13-year-old niece four years earlier. He was sentenced to 16 months in jail and four years of supervised probation. That's it! And was required to register as a sex offender for the next decade, according to records. He then failed to register as a sex offender and lied to police about his whereabouts. Jackson, however, appeared unmoved, saying there was no evidence... Weeks had been intentionally ducking probation officers, though she conceded he had gotten a number of breaks, mm. perhaps undeservedly so, but it didn't matter. She uh, gave him uh, a light sentence anyway. He was released five months later. Yeah, after like the minimum <clears throat> prosecutors wanted, what was it, like two years? Yeah. She gave him a year plus time served, so he was back out on the streets in Dang. five months, even though she herself said, you've been getting a lot of breaks. Well, here's another one, apparently. So Weeks landed on law enforcement's radar again in June 2015 when he would have been in prison. Had prosecutors gotten their way. According to a D.C. police report cited by federal prosecutors, Weeks allegedly piled his... Uh, plied. plied yeah. Not pl- piled. Plied his sister-in-law with liquor while she was babysitting for his wife. He then allegedly started touching her, trying three separate times uh, to get her naked, essentially. On the third occasion, the report alleges Weeks was able... Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we got some description there that maybe we don't have to read this mm-hmm. time of the morning. Mm-hmm. Suffice it to say that he abused her. He's a terrible Sexually guy. abused her. And he was on the streets because of Brown Jackson. She actually punched him in the head, fortunately, and that stopped the attack. So this guy was out because of Katanji Brown Jackson, who will be on the Supreme Court by... Probably the end of the week. Congratulations on that. I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. And none of this is meaningful to Democrats. They don't care. It's all fine. Look, she's a black woman, and uh, we don't have a black woman on the court, so she she needs to be on it. And mm. I, I'm I'm sorry, but what an insult to black women, because I guarantee you there are plenty. Of qualified black women to hold this seat on the Supreme Court, but you're giving no it question. to Brown Jackson? No question. Come on. Yep. Ugh. Just because Joe Biden had a wild hair and he focused on her, zeroed in on her, and it had to be her. I, I don't know why. That's who his uh, handlers, his radical handlers uh, told him to nominate, and that's who's going to be on the court now. Yep. All right. Let me take a minute to tell you about Tommy John underwear. The best you'll ever wear. The most comfortable. Looks great, too. I, I don't know how many people are going to see your underwear, but... <laughs> I mean, t-shirts and things and the loungewear, they they'll, sell it all. they'll see that. They got it all. And it's all so soft. 
and comfortable and it doesn't ride up. You know, that's all of these things <clears throat> make up for why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics. I mean, once you've worn them, you'll never go back. Over 17 million pairs sold. Men across America love their Tommy John underwear. I love mine. Keith loves his. Yeah, I do. And uh, it's Tommy John's anniversary month, too. So whether you're trying them for the very first time or you're a longtime fanatic, get 25% off site-wide. 25% off. Right now at TommyJohn.com slash Unleashed. Go to TommyJohn.com slash Unleashed for 25% off. See the site for details. Pat Gray. Hey, Pat. Unleashed. You had just uh, been talking about Elon Musk might be getting involved in helping with the International Space Station, stuff like that. I just got Mm -hmm. breaking news that Elon Musk has purchased... A 9.2% stake in Twitter. Oh, wow. Costing him almost $3 billion. He had threatened last week to maybe start his own platform. People were saying, why don't you just take over Twitter? Well, there you go. He's just He owns about 10% of it now. Huh. <laughs> I love it. I love this guy. I wonder how much Jack owns. What's what's his percentage? Is he completely removed or no? I I don't know. I don't think so. But I don't know. These CEOs are always coming and going in these companies. And you think, you know, like Bill Gates. Mm. When you think Bill Gates, you think Microsoft. He hasn't been with Microsoft since, I think, 2000. 2%. What? Jack owns 2%? Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. Okay, so maybe things will change. All right. Elon Musk has uh, four and a half times as much uh, sway in that company as Dorsey now. (laughs) How great is that? That is awesome. See, that's good uh, Monday news for you. Yes. Yeah, that's great. Uh, also, the news broke on Friday that Jen Psaki is leaving the White House. Oh, no. And heading to MSNBC. Have we checked on Peter Ducey yet? Is she doing okay? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, so this is going to put <clears throat> uh, Jeffy's theory to the test. Well, does she have to move, That they're though? a couple. Well, I don't know. Uh, MSNBC is located where? I think New York. Oh, well, yeah. So, yeah, she might have to... Yeah, she might have can, to move to New York. Ah, they do stuff out of D.C. They, they do. do stuff remotely. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so after serving for more than a year, has it only been a year? It seems like 12. Jen Psaki will leave the Biden administration <laughs> for MSNBC, where she'll serve as a host and on-air expert. An huh. expert of what? <laughs> Telling lies? Well, I mean, that's what MSNBC is <laughs> good at, so she fits in perfectly. So her departure is expected later this spring. Uh, she's held near daily briefings since the start of the presidency of Biden and has generally, has she? Who's, <laughs> oh, it's a Yahoo story. And has generally <laughs> been praised for her transparency. Oh, stop. Are you kidding me? Yahoo News. Don't editorialize that a little bit. <laughs> I can, I'll circle back if there's more I can share with you. I'll circle back with you if there's more to convey. Um, okay. I'll have to just circle back with you. We can circle back with I'm, I'm happy to circle back with you. I can circle back. I will have to circle back on that one. That's an excellent question. Oh, such an important question. Uh, we will circle back with you and we'll, we'll circle back with you. It's an interesting question, but uh, we'll, we'll circle back. I'm happy to circle back, but I'll have to circle back with you on it. It's a good question, but we'll circle back with you on this today. We will certainly oh, yeah. circle back with you more directly. Okay. Uh, so once that started <clears throat> to be uh, sort of highlighted in in the media, 
mm-hmm. she stopped saying circle back sure as did. much. She, sure did. Yeah. I, I, I like uh, Tim Young's comment on Twitter. Now that Saki is headed to MSNBC, will Joy Reid be complaining about them hiring yet another white person? Probably. There you go. Probably not, <laughs> actually, because she's the other kind of right mm-hmm. person, and that's just an extreme leftist. Uh, so, in the coming weeks, uh, she'll be headed out. Uh, CNN lost that. I think everybody... <clears throat> I read a story a few weeks ago that... You know, the news agencies that represent the people on the front row, 57% of the front row news agencies offered her a job. Wow. Over half of them. So you got to believe MSNBC, uh-huh. CNN, who knows, CBS, ABC. I, I don't know. Probably Fox and maybe one other didn't uh, didn't offer her. Well, we know that CNN mm-hmm. Plus probably was never in the running since they won't even be in business by the time she quits in a few weeks from the white house this has been an amazing thing to follow for the last week they they launched was it tuesday it was tuesday yep yeah by thursday they cut their price in half Mm -hmm. because they were having such a hard time getting any subscribers and internally they were already bracing for layoffs by thursday and they were Talking about just being part of uh, Discovery's Discovery Plus app. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're the okay. We're just going to fold ourselves into Discovery Plus. That's, and that's it the won't theory. Be as embarrassing. That, that by May, uh, that could be how it is. For Unbelievable. Them. So they cut their subscription price in half from from six bucks to three bucks, essentially. Oh, don't don't jack up the price for them. It's two ninety nine. Two ninety nine a month. Yeah. And uh, I don't. You know, they show their lineup on their advertisements and it's like i am not the least bit interested in any you don't of these want people. parenting tips from anderson cooper no oh, i can't i gotta see that show before they cancel it though i bet it's good <laughs> but it's has good. it even started I'm sure i wouldn't be has. surprised to see him cancel it before it even starts like there's more don lemon i mean who doesn't need more don oh, lemon in their life oh agonizing mm-hmm CNN is clearly so desperate for ad revenue that they're running ads by a group advocating for domestic production of oil and natural gas. We had a listener make us aware of this. This is awesome. This group that's advertising on CNN Plus now. Fantastic. I mean, it is the direct opposite of what CNN stands for. Plus, somebody told us they had an ad before my show started, right? Yeah, somebody said that they mm. heard uh, a CNN Plus ad play before Pat Gray and Lee. I doubt they... Sp- they specifically singled out my show, and mm-hmm. we want ads right before the start of Pat Gray Unleashed. Yeah, because, I mean, the crossover audience is huge between <laughs> CNN and The Blaze. <clears throat> but what they do is they buy bulk, right. like, we'll place our ads on The Blaze or conservative media, and you decide where to put them. Yeah, and and that uh, <laughs> that group you mentioned uh, about uh, fossil fuels or like that, I mean, it's run by the American Petroleum Institute. That's who's buying time from nice. CNN. And CNN is like, oh, I don't care. I don't care what yeah. you want to advertise They're for. We need the dollars. It's just really weird to me that they didn't. Did you not do some, I don't know, research on if there's any demand for a new, for an app from CNN? I Come on. You, you had to know that this was going to happen, but apparently they didn't. We tried to tell them. Nobody's interested, CNN. <clears throat> I think it was also interesting over the weekend. Think about how much they've struggled just in the last few days. And they had this big shindig over the weekend <laughs> in New York City where they were celebrating the launch of CNN+. Plus, <laughs> and they were praising 
what's the guy's name? Jeff Zucker? Yeah. And the chick? Who left? Right. The two people that got caught uh, doing the deal. <laughs> and uh, and so <laughs> they were sitting there saying this was their vision and and how, how proud we are to have CNN+. Plus. Anyhow... <laughs> So apparently that made some very awkward moments at the uh, dinner. Yeah, and uh, I would guess. But think about this. They struggled so much. I mean, it's a wonder they made it to the weekend still in business to have this dinner. Uh, it's It's been a disaster from all points of view on this. I, I can't even imagine how few subscriptions they must have landed last week. It's got to be incomprehensibly low. Yeah, but they're going to make up for the lack of subscriber dollars through some NFTs they've been selling. Are they now? Yeah, that's good stuff. CNN oh. plus NFTs, uh, and those are that. Those are the non-fungible tokens. There. Non-fungible tokens. Yeah, and so like uh, you could buy a piece of history um, <laughs> by uh, the, the early moments of CNN plus. Uh, huh? Wouldn't that be? Don't something you want that? Have. How many did they sell, Pat? They sold about NFTs. Yeah, they sold like ninety. They sold ninety-three. Uh huh. Out of a total of two hundred fifty. <laughs> all right, so I guess all, there's your answer. I think they even probably, their own audience isn't interested in I, them. No, I think they're very interested. I think they tapped out the number of subscribers they had. 93 people have signed up for CNN Plus, and that's who bought these NFTs. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, so that's... Uh, uh, don't you want a, a piece of Brian Stelter oh. forever? Like, you own that image of Brian Stelter? And yeah. is this one of the images? Do I, we know? I think that is. I think it's one of the early moments there. <laughs> Why would anybody? What would you do with this? Yeah. Bring people over to your computer come and look, look. come and look this. I I got a NFT of Brian Stelter. I, 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 got, the, I got the prototype of Mr. Potato Head. You did I, not. I own that now. <laughs> What'd that cost you? <laughs> Only $3.4 million. <laughs> 30 cents. Yeah, uh, that's apparently about, I outbid, That's more like it. I outbid <clears throat> three other people for 30 cents for Mr. Potato Head. <clears throat> so the platform's chief digital officer, Andrew Morse, proudly referred to the uh, launch as a historic moment for CNN. Mm. Yeah, historically catastrophic. <laughs> to commemorate the, lo- the service's uh, launch... They announced the first live moments would be available. Nice on NFT <laughs> as NFTs. Okay, good for them. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't. I, I don't know how you miscalculate that badly. Wow, you got no self awareness. Look around. Check out your ratings. I, I mean, if you're super popular, if you're kicking butt in the ratings, right? Then maybe you say, yeah, maybe people want more. They, this was a struggling network to mm-hmm. begin with. Right. And you're going to branch out and do this? I don't see where the demand that's is. Unbelievable. That's unbelievable. Uh, and, and, and that's the thing. I, I made the suggestion, and I read a story this week that almost echoed it. It's like you, your bread and butter was going after Donald Trump. For CNN, yeah. Yes. And mm-hmm. so you should probably tell your audience, hey, for all of the uh, anti-Trump hate that you can possibly stomach... We've got this other platform called CNN Plus. We're going to devote the whole thing and to bashing Donald Trump. Like, seriously, they should have said, maybe we're going to cover mm-hmm. January 6th, for example, around the clock. Nonstop. And, and until this thing is put to rest, that's all we're going to cover over there. And we're going to keep an eye on possibility of 2024 Trump running. You should sign up now to keep an eye on Donald Trump and what he's up to. That would have created some interest. With their base? Yeah. The 93... 93- Audience members would have totally eaten that up. 
Ugh. 93. They couldn't even sell the NFTs. And I'll bet, <clears throat> I bet they were rock bottom priced. <laughs> yeah. Rock bottom. I wonder what they went <clears throat> for. Oh, gosh. I'm going to try to find these. <laughs> Buy CNN NFT. All right, we're going to talk about, uh, we got some COVID information for you. And one of the things I found fascinating was a 60-year-old man in Germany who has apparently vaccinated himself against COVID-19 90 times. He's got 90 shots because he's getting shots for other people who don't want shots. I got to believe he is about to turn to stone something Something radically wrong is bound to happen to this guy. What would you... Wow. I mean, that can't be good for you. Even if it's harmless for after a couple of shots. 90 of them? Wow. Might want to rethink that. Mm. Hope he made a lot of money from it. 888-900-3393. By the way, um, I, I found the <clears throat> uh, CNN Plus... Uh, uh, NFTs. You mm. can buy this right here. It's five things with uh, Kate uh, uh, Baldwin, Baldwin or whatever. Mm -hmm. Look at that. You could buy that right there. And how much? Fifty bucks right now. It could oh, be yours. Fifty. And then you could have your friends come over and watch this graphic go back and forth like this. Wow, that's really special. Pretty cool, right? Really special. <laughs> Ray Unleashed. Welcome. So the Grammys were held last night. Woohoo! Yay! Anybody get slapped across the face? I don't think so. Well, then that's boring. Yeah. Not interested. Uh, record of the year? Leave the door open by Silk Sonic. Mm. So we got that going You're for us. You're a big fan of Silk oh, Sonic? Got so much of their... His them stuff stuff is them. Mm -hmm. uh, album of the year we are by John Batiste. Song of the year leave the door open. Brandon Anderson, Christopher. These are the people who wrote it apparently. Best new artist. I this is the one I can relate to. Olivia Rodrigo, really good. Best pop solo performance. Olivia Rodrigo, driver's license. Best pop duo group performance. Kiss me more by Doja Cat featuring. Za, yeah, this is good stuff. <laughs> Best traditional pop vocal album, "Love for Sale" by Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. Huh? How about that? Uh, Best pop vocal album again, Olivia Rodrigo. Best dance electronic re recording. How do you pick just one in that category? How do you do it? Mm -hmm. They're all so great. "Alive" by Rufus Dussault. Uh, and on and on it goes with uh, people I've never heard of, except for the best rock performance, Making a Fire by Foo Fighters. Okay? Best metal performance, The Alien by Dream Theater. Best rock song, Waiting on a War. Also the Foo Fighters. Best rock album, Medicine at, Night, at, Medicine at Midnight, also by The Foo Fighters. And then so on and so forth uh, goes the awards. Interesting. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo just kind of burst onto the scene like a little over a year ago. And uh, she just seems unstoppable right now. One of those uh, little Disney 
people that she came from some yeah not oh, bad it was stuff. high school musical right yeah that's right yeah, yeah i think that's right yeah so yeah and you're right not bad stuff at all that's uh one thing that like my youngest daughter and i can listen to olivia rodrigo at the same time yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh her song uh, <clears throat> uh you said driver's license that yeah driver's <laughs> license was good but i really like the rock song she did that's like uh paramours nah. yeah i know yeah, yeah you I know that one remember it's that one so, yeah Mm-hmm. Good for you. It's yeah. called good for you. Uh, so Joe Biden's budget, you know, the was it four point something trillion dollars? No, no, no. I'm sorry. I didn't give him nearly enough credit. Five point eight trillion dollars. There's some good stuff in it, though, that we need, right? Yeah, we need we desperately need some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, Biden's budget uh, would slam hardworking Americans with a uh, thir- with 36 tax hikes. Oh, well. Totaling $2.5 trillion. You want to take care of the nation or not? I, I, no, I do. <laughs> I do. So there probably should have been 46 or 56 new taxes. <laughs> so only the 36 tax increases under the proposed <laughs> Joe Biden budget. Uh, despite record high gas prices, Biden's budget proposal... Uh, proposes $43 billion in tax increases on American oil and gas pro- production. Good. That'll help a lot. Mm-hmm. And then when the price goes up, they're going to blame it on the companies. Correct. <sighs> Any business owner knows that when your cost of doing business goes up, you either uh, absorb it and eventually go out of business, or you pass the increase on to your customers. You have to. If you want to stay in business. And as a small business owner, you have that perspective now. You, yes. You've seen it firsthand how yes. insane it can get. When the ingredients are going up 20, 25, 30% and more, you're like, okay, I mean, we've eaten this for a while, uh, but we can't keep doing it. Right. There was a report uh, that today uh, in Germany, for example, food prices are supposed to today, tell me this doesn't sound like the Weimar Republic, go up between 20 and 50%. In, in one day in Germany, and so I don't know if we have wow. a report from Germany as to how it is. Um, and I think I think there's supermarkets over there that have said, "Yep, that's happening." Oof. So neat. I, I'm sure that'll never happen here. That's Germany's problem. Right, 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 right. <laughs> that won't spread. Uh, also, Biden's budget would raise the business rate, a tax rate, to 28 percent. We talked about that uh, last year. They think that's going to kill 159,000 jobs, but it's not a million. Yeah, it you know, could be worse. It could be worse. It's only 159000 Uh We're going to face um, more expensive utility bills, of course. Yes, yes, that's happening. If uh, Biden's budget passes, $15 trillion would be added to the national debt. Yeah. $15 trillion. But it's not $20 trillion. Right, and we're at 31 right now. Is uh-huh. that right? So what's another $15? Uh, $45 million. Yeah, and that... Um, trillion, I mean. That... Uh, that... that uh, increase on your utility bill and that was part of trump's tax cut that's going Mm. away under this budget Uh, these people want to destroy us and they're doing a damn good job of it well let me ask you a question keith if you were trying (laughs) to destroy the country Mm -hmm. what would you do differently I think they got all the bases covered, yeah, I'm frankly. I'm trying to think. I think we yeah. pretty much... I, I, I hesitate to, to muse out loud on that one, but mm-hmm. uh, it feels like they've pretty much done it all. Right. Uh, Biden's budget effectively cuts defense spending, which would uh, shrink 
the Navy and leave the U.S. with the smallest army since World War II. Is that a problem for anybody? I mean, the world is at peace right now, so why do you need... What are you, a yeah. war hawk over can, there? Can you foresee any kind of world problems that would require our military attention? Not, I can't. Not personally, I can't. but I, I don't keep an eye on things, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, under Biden's defense spending cuts, the Army would lose 12,000 soldiers. The Air Force uh, would cut about 8,000 servicemen. And the Navy would be forced to let go 600 sailors. Marine Corps would see its active duty members drop by 1,500. So pretty much across the board, no mention on whether the Coast Guard is going to get any cuts. What about the Merchant Marines? Yeah, or or Space Force. Space I, I don't Force. Know. Oh, boy. Uh, they actually asked for more money for Space Force. Oh. After ridiculing it. Uh-huh. After saying that's something we don't need, we're going to get rid of it. As soon as Trump gets out of here, now they're asking for more money for Which it. Which goes to show that the principle of the left and so many people in this country is that if it originated with Trump, we're going to demonize it, demonize it, demonize it, even if they completely agree with it. Yeah. Uh, Biden's budget also mentions transgenders more than it mentions inflation, border security, or Iran. Okay. All right. So they got their priorities straight. The budget does not include the Hyde Amendment and would use taxpayer money to fund abortions, a policy that a majority of Americans oppose and was stopped by Donald Trump, reinstituted under this guy. Really bad. This guy's just really, really bad. So let me give you some uh, good news. Mm, I like good news. If you're hearing all this nonsense and you're in pain, it makes everything so much worse. (laughs) And... You have 360 joints from your neck down, your vertebrae, into your arms, your hips, your knees, and feet. And so that's a lot of different joints that can develop problems. And one of those problems is uh, not as much SPM manufacturing as you used to have. That's why I take Omega XL. I didn't know this when I started taking it, that it was going to restore SPMs. But now I do. There is the science that they restore your SPMs and rejuvenate your joints and it just calms down the inflation the inflammation in your body in your joints so that the pain goes away please visit omegaxl.com/pat today that's omegaxl.com/pat you buy one bottle they're going to throw in another for free or you can call them at 800-844-4888 Poll just conducted on Fox News. Uh, who do you blame for the rising gas prices? Biden or somebody else? 68% to 31% say Joe Biden. So his BS uh, about Putin, um, about the pandemic, all of that stuff, Americans are not buying. Thank heaven. Thank heaven that they can see through this garbage. Uh, meanwhile, speaking of polls, see how uh, Joe Biden's doing in the battleground state of uh, Wisconsin right now. Uh, this is fascinating. He is apparently slightly losing the support of of blacks mm. because black people vote 
as a rule, about 90% for Democrats, mm-hmm. 90-ish, 95% sometimes, sometimes even higher, depending on whether it's Washington, D.C. maybe, or, you know, uh, any area with a concentrated population of blacks usually vote almost in mass for him. Well, his support in Wisconsin among blacks has gone from 88% to 56%. Wow. Uh, His job approval rating with whites has gone from 50 to 40%. The guy is losing support from every single direction. And it's because you can't convince people who are not doing well that they are. Sorry, uh, we know better than you whether or not your policies are working, and they're not working. And that's also nationwide uh, among blacks, 56% uh, support, and Hispanics, his support has dropped to 51%. That's nationwide? Mm-hmm. Jeez. So there you wow. go. Well, he's in real trouble then. Sure is. Um, meanwhile, Utah Democrats and independents have their work cut, cut out for them to close the gap with Republican Senator Mike Lee, and hopefully they won't, as he seeks re-election in November. More than a a quarter of voters are undecided, apparently. About 43% of Utah voters said they'll vote for for Mike Lee, who was first elected to the Senate in 2010. Independent Evan McMullen, who has turned out to be a massive disappointment, has 19%, so it's 43 to 19%. Uh, Mike's not going to lose this. Yeah, didn't you say uh, a quarter are undecided? So even yeah. if... Uh, Give them all McMullen gets, to McMullen. Yeah, does that get him up there? Eh, it gets very, very close. Okay. Like he might be a point ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's because Mike leads him by 24 points right now. Okay. And leads the uh, Democrat, Kale Weston, with 11%. Oh, that's a lot. Uh-huh. Big number. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so, so no matter that the powers that be in Utah behind the scenes are trying desperately to get rid of Mike Lee, apparently, hopefully, rank-and-file Utahns aren't buying into it. I mean, he gets nothing but slammed by the Republican establishment, and I don't understand it. Which is a good sign don't for someone it. like me. If the establishment doesn't like you, then you're probably awesome. You're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Over the weekend, uh, Joe Biden recorded a, a oh he he's recalling a former American vice president. This is oh. do we have the are they available now? Okay, uh, we were having some technical difficulties yeah. earlier, but um, we're going to share with you the fact that Joe couldn't figure out who his wife is hmm? again. Check this out. And I'm deeply proud of the work she's doing as first lady with. Joining Forces Initiative, she started with Michelle Obama when she was vice president and now carries on. Wait, what? <laughs> There's no way up. I mean, you can't, say, you can't say that, oh, he was referring to Michelle. Oh, she okay. was vice president? <laughs> right, it doesn't work any way you look at it. And the funny thing is, bro, you were vice president during this time. Not your wife, not Michelle. It was actually you. Was it Kamala? Was Kamala no, no. vice president? No. Hillary Clinton was vice no, president. No, 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 bro, stop. The, the vice president. Oh, you. It's are. a hard one. A lot of people don't no, know the was, vice president. No, literally, it was you. It was me for what? 
for you were the okay during this uh, time right? that you're speaking of. Mm-hmm. You were the vice president. Then who was my sister? What did she do? I don't know what your sister was doing. <laughs> but your sister's not your wife either, which you've done. What, what about my cousin Michelle Obama? Your Where co- was she? Your cousin was she the speaker of the house at the time? Your what? No. Okay, go take uh, a nap. Is it time for pudding? No, it's time for a nap. I want pudding. It's time for a trip to Delaware for the brain infusion or whatever you get every weekend, this past one included. How many times has he screwed up who his wife is and what she does? How many times now? He's called her his sister. He's called her somebody else's wife. He's called her the vice president now. Either her or Michelle. It's hard to determine to whom he's referring there, but it's one of the two. So, uh, He's not good. He is not good. Not good at this he is job. not in good shape right now. Yeah. It seems like he's reverting again because for a while he was not as sketchy as mm-hmm. he, as before, and maybe the medication was working better at that time. It's wearing off now. It's not working as well for him. Meanwhile, Bill Maher weighed in on the Hunter Biden laptop story on his show over the weekend. Ooh, a ne'er do well. I'm sorry, Hunter Biden, but you are, and you know <laughs> you made a living being a. Ne'er-do-well who was taking money just because you were the vice president's son and you had influence. He got, I think, four point, yes, eight million dollars from Chinese energy companies to sit on the board and consult. Yeah, that was his passion in life. (laughs) Energy exploration. Hooker explanation was his passion. (laughs) Okay, so the New York Post got a hold of what was in the computer and, um, you know, because the New York Post is a Republican paper, and the New York Times and the Washington Post mm-hmm. are the Democrat paper. That's where we are again, kind of. And the Republican paper, Twitter wouldn't t- cancel their account. Can't even report on this story. And now, two years later, the New York Times and the Washington Post have come around to say, okay, there was something there. Now, what mm-hmm. I said at the beginning, how it came to them, it came to them through Rudy Giuliani and Steve Bannon. So yes, of course, when Rudy Giuliani says, I've got some evidence, you take that with a giant thing of salt. <laughs> but, but not two years. It didn't take two years. It looks like the left-wing media just buried the story because it wasn't part of their narrative, and that's why people don't trust the media. Ha. Huh. Ha. Huh. Sure is, Bill. That's nice to see you uh, coming around and waking up a little bit. You talk about somebody woke. <laughs> He's really waking up to the actual reality of the world in some cases. Uh, and we have some scattered showers of journalism to oh. report, too, that came from a press conference at the White House. But this particular scattered shower of journalism didn't come from Peter Ducey. Somebody else actually had some curiosity and uh, challenged the White House version of things. More on that coming up. He's Pat Gray. He's unleashed and he's on the blades. You know, say what you will about Disney. I don't like the things they're doing either. But no matter where you stand on that, where you think they should be taking these stands against the Florida law or they shouldn't, at least. They're consistent, and they stick by their values. Well, except for the opposite of that. Except for, other than the fact that they're flaming hypocrites, and now they're expanding operations in at least 
10 explicitly anti-gay countries and regions. <laughs> oh, okay. So maybe it's just the bigotry of the United States they have a problem with. They don't care about the bigotry in, in the Arab nations because, um, well, they need to make more money there. They already have Americans kind of habitualized to go to their stupid theme park and watch their dumb movies. Uh, but, you know, they're trying to expand their horizons in the Middle East, and so we're going to look the other way on a couple of things. <laughs> Companies insistent insistence on laundering LGBT uh, plus narratives into content for children in the United States and its commitment to repealing Florida's recently passed and widely supported parental rights in education law. Uh, despite all of that, uh, they're, they're just going to expand into uh, Europe, Asia, and West Africa. <laughs> Nearly a dozen of the places where Disney Plus will soon be offered have strict anti-gay laws. These places include countries like Algeria, Egypt, Libya, Morocco, Oman, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, Tunisia, Yemen, and the region of Palestine. Hmm. hmm. Really? Isn't that interesting? Where are all their employees in the employee walkout? We demand you not expand into these countries because they're all anti-gay. Why would you why would you expand your service into bigoted countries like that? Huh. Well, can you say gay in those parts of the world? <laughs> yeah, I you think maybe that's it. the deal. You can say the word, see, but that's of course what, in Florida you can't say the word. See, that's what they were. Right. That's what pissed them off yeah. so much. Mm-hmm. They want to be able to say it. That's the issue. Doesn't yeah. matter if, you know, the act itself makes you wind up in prison or worse. Uh, you can still say it. So that's enough for Disney. Many of the entities to which Disney will soon be expanding its service, homosexual acts are often punished with lengthy jail sentences, hard labor, and uh, huge fines. Uh, This says exuberant fines, but I'm guessing they meant... um, All right. (laughs) Exuberant fines? What is it with... (laughs) With media outlets. It, they've done it again. Know. They've done it again. I can't even believe it. Okay, I'm going to just, just just for the fun of it, because I'm with you on this. Exorbitant is probably what they yeah, meant? That's what it's got to be, because exuberant is filled with or characterized by a lively energy and excitement. Yeah, yeah, it's a good thing. Exuberant is, we're we're loving these yes, fines. I love this. Thank you for that fine. May I have another? That's what uh, exuberant would be. Exorbitant? <laughs> Not so much. And that's why the spell check didn't catch that one, because right. uh, it's fine. Yeah. 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 Exuberance a word. In countries like Saudi Arabia, where there is no formalized criminal code, homosexuals and transgender individuals are punished in far more draconian ways. These punishments include expensive fines, not exuberant ones, <laughs> huh. chemical castrations, and last but certainly not least executions jeez in yemen homosexuality is punished punishable by death disney also recently announced that it would be creating a bevy of lgbtqia2 plus focused content for disney plus oh wow now see wow normally you would read this story 
and we would say something like, man, I really wish the conservatives would pick up on something like this. Mm -hmm. There's one guy who might do this if he gets his win of this, and it's Ron DeSantis. He might hold a press conference if Florida... I hope so. If Disney keeps badgering Florida to repeal this, he might say, would you like us to... uh, Let's look at some of the other places that you're uh, in business. Would you like Florida... To chemically castrate gays and homosexuals, would or you execute like, them? Execute? Is that what you're asking cop? for? Yeah, because you're ha- you're fine with the laws in those countries. Hmm. It's really amazing. They dare not speak out against Saudi Arabia or Yemen laws. That would that would cause some uncomfortable situations for them. Disney explicitly stated that it's dedicated to getting the law repealed by the legislature in Florida, of course, or struck down in the courts while mischaracterizing the law as the don't say gay bill. It's just unbelievable. In a statement made after Florida's Republican Governor Ron DeSantis signed it into law, Disney said Florida's HB 1557, also known as the don't say gay bill, it's only known by that by people who don't even have any idea what's in the bill, should never have passed and should never have been signed into law. Our goal as a company is for this law to be repealed by the legislature. Mm -hmm or struck down by the courts, and we remain committed to supporting the national and state organizations working to achieve that. Yeah, why don't you take some of that energy, your little activist energy, and go to some of these other countries. Yeah, and take it it to Yemen. Save lives. See what happens. Save lives. Because if Florida was one of these other companies yeah. or countries, like you just said, uh-huh. uh, you know, they would have kicked them out. They would say, your Disney park, your theme, all your buildings, all your infrastructure is ours now. Get out. Right. That's exactly right. They, they have no fear of that happening to them here, of course. Uh, but so maybe that explains a little bit mm-hmm. why they're not going to speak out. If they spoke out against these countries, I would be flabbergasted. Yep. In fact, go speak <clears throat> out against those countries over there. You want to be effective. Make sure they're hearing you. I, I'm going to need you to roll right up to their, uh, their palaces and all their government buildings and uh, make sure that they hear you so they know how you feel there. Disney. Mm-hmm. And over the weekend, uh, Jack Posobiec tweeted, tweeted this out. Uh, just had a cast member at Disney leak me a ton of screenshots from their internal staff message boards of Disney employees arguing in support, in support of the Florida bill. So there are some employees inside Disney who don't like what's going on at Disney right now. They hate this woke situation. And they're saying, hey, can we at least just be neutral? Can we just stay out of it? And maybe be a company that uh, has great theme parks and uh, mediocre movies. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Could we maybe do that? Uh, Here's some, here's just a few of the the internal uh, memos being written at Disney. I support the bill. I'm gay, and I think any form of sexual education shouldn't be taught until you're older and able to understand it. Hmm. Not when you're young and influential to the people who are teaching you. And in a perfect world, we wouldn't have teachers imposing their own personal beliefs. But this world is imperfect, and it does and has happened in other states. Children kindergarten through third grade are learning basic skills still. How to read, write, count, socialize. Thank you. They don't even start going through puberty until maybe fourth grade or at the earliest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say that's very early. Uh, so leave the bill alone. 
because it isn't infringing on any member of the LGBT community, nor is it to the heterosexual one. If you think it is, then maybe the issue lies with you wanting children to be involved with sexual things before they're physically and mentally ready for it. Thank you. <clears throat> Very true. Here's that, a, that was from a gay Disney employee. And here's another one. Um, not necessarily gay, but a Disney employee. Where and how is this listening tour being conducted? My thoughts, Disney should not be taking a political stance on anything that affects all of its employees one way or the other. No matter which side you take, <clears throat> you're excluding the other. Let the workplace be the workplace and live your life at your own house. Love and respect to all. Yep. <clears throat> Seems reasonable. Really nicely put. Then there's this. Let children be children. Most everyone is very ignorant as to what the actual wrong wording of what the bill says and who it applies to. It doesn't apply to gays or trans. It applies to our educational system. The governor of Florida, along with the state legislature, felt compelled to write a bill that give the rights to the parents of raising their kids as well as having regulations to our school systems. If kids ask about sex, then I believe it's the parents' responsibility and discretion. But also, if the teachers are asked from the students, then the teachers need to communicate it to the parents, mm -hmm. as noted in the bill. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I mean, is that... How could that be unreasonable to anyone? Well, no one that's <clears throat> uh, not a radical, right? Right. I mean, that it's just common right. sense. It's just literally, it's let parents parent. And again, we used to be together on this. We used to be unified when it came to children. Nobody wanted children taught explicit sexual things in school, and especially not at this age. Kindergarten? Why? Well, the answer is they've got an agenda here. Yeah. They're, they're trying to propagandize them. And and that's exactly what you said. I mean, these are our children. If a society, because <clears throat> the radicals are coming for your kids, and if society yep. cannot agree on the foundational truth that children should be protected, then are we even a society but at all? It's a society that's going to collapse shortly yeah. if we don't get a grip on it. And these radicals know what they're doing. They're, oh, sure. They're, they're going after a place where children congregate. Disney World, the Disney properties, the the entertainment, mm -hmm. their schools, they absolutely have their sights set on your kids. Protect them at all costs. No question. Got some tweets here, too. Uh, RJeff74 tweets about CNN+. Plus. Is that kid nobody wanted to pick on, to pick, uh, on the playground? CNN Plus is the kid. CNN. Oh, okay. CNN Plus is the kid nobody wanted to pick on the playground. <laughs> and Discovery got stuck with it. <laughs> that's what's happening <laughs> from swank think well now that pat gray unleashed pointed out olivia rodrigo's music is good and she's gonna come out and do something to make us dislike her with the intensity of a million white hot burning suns <laughs> if she does please don't tell me yeah let's keep yeah it to i don't want to know about it either <laughs> Uh, Carl Smith tweets, as bad as the numbers in Biden's budget are, remember the government always underestimates costs and overestimates revenue. Every time. Pew, pew, one pew. Brandon lost black support because they all turned into white supremacists. Oh, that's right. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, remember that. You can be a white supremacist yeah. and be black. It's a powerful point. They have taught us that. Needed to be made. All right, we told you that uh, uh, there were some scattered showers of journalism the White House uh, press conference, I guess, 
they're letting uh, Jen Psaki's underling handle most of this because uh-huh. I don't think she was on vacation, was she? She's just leaving pretty soon, and so they got to get they got to toss this girl into the fire. She's a short timer. Uh huh. Now Jen Psaki. So somebody other than Peter Ducey asked a pretty good question. Didn't have confidence in it. One more on Hunter Biden, who has been uh, in the headlines again recently mm. during the last presidential debate. Then Vice President Biden was asked if there was anything inappropriate or unethical about his son's relationships, business dealings in China and or Ukraine. Mm. The president said nothing was unethical. He went on to say, my son has not made money in terms of this thing about what you're talking about, China. Does the White House stand by that comment that the then Vice President made? We absolutely stand by the president's comment, and I would point you to uh, the reporting on this, which referenced statements that we made at the time uh, that we gave to the Washington Post, who worked on this story. Uh, and But as you know, I don't speak for Hunter Biden, so there's not more I can say on that. Mm. Oh, that's great. And then a guy followed up and said, hey, is there going to be a uh, federal pardon uh, issued for Hunter? And she's like, I don't deal in hypotheticals. Next question. So nice to see that, right? No. Scattered showers of journalism. Well, you just heard it. Grant, granted, the, uh, the election's over, and uh, mm-hmm. it's been nice to have those questions. <laughs> Asked before? Yeah. So. Yeah, not two years later, and everybody's just starting to discover the fact that, hey, we missed a huge story here that involves the president of the United States more than likely. I mean, almost certainly uh, Joe knew about all this and was a part of it. He's so, the big guy that's being that is referred to all through that uh, all through the emails. He's so, the big guy. It's April fourth, twenty twenty two. Will Joe Biden be in office for whatever reason on April fourth, twenty twenty three? Pat Gray. Uh, a year from now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm changing my tune on that. Yeah. As much as I love to see developments uh, that put the heat on even mm-hmm. one degree higher in the White House. Yep. I just feel like... He's still getting too much cover. Yeah, and I think that they have such little um, uh, hope for Kamala being their answer. Yeah. That they're like, all right, just... Kamala's uh, a real problem. Ride this old man as long as we can. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right. Let me tell you about uh, pre-born. Throughout the whole world, the leading cause of death is abortion. In the United States... Murdering babies has become a wholesale business since Roe v. Wade. We've killed over 63 million children. Nearly 25% of pregnant mothers don't choose life. The Ministry of Preborn and Blaze Media are partnering to try to change that and to help save 50,000 babies from abortion in 2022. Now, Preborn is the polar opposite of Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood is an abortion mill. Preborn offers free ultrasounds to pregnant women who are considering abortion so that they can see the baby inside the womb, they can hear the heartbeat, and when that happens, she's 80% more likely to choose life for her baby. 80%. It's it's an unbelievably effective way to save children. Preborn partners with clinics and the highest abortion rate cities and regions across the country. With the, when the mother chooses life, they provide maternity and baby clothes, diapers, car seats, counseling, and all kinds of other things free of charge. So your donation of $28 will help provide one ultrasound for one woman. 
if you can afford $140, that could save five babies' lives. Over the past 15 years, preborn centers have counseled over 450,000 women considering abortion and have saved 188,000 babies' lives. Will you help us? If you can, if it's even a dollar, to donate, dial pound 250, uh, say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby, or go to preborn.com slash pat. Pat Gray is unleashed. Uh, The World Economic Forum is determined to control your life. The head of the WEF, of course, is Klaus Schwab. It's probably a name you've been hearing more often lately. Mm -hmm. His top advisor is uh, Dr. Yuval Noah Harari. And recently, this clip started circulating from an interview he did um, about the not-too-distant future. Check this out. You know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will, that's over. Wait, what? Oh, right. I'm sorry, excuse me? It's exciting. Wow. Free will is over. over. <laughs> How... Do you just spew that out? Leave it out there. Because yeah. they don't care anymore. They don't care who knows. Free will of the citizens of this planet. Free will is over. You don't get to choose anymore. How you And one of the things he specifically mentioned was voting. How you vote. Oh, okay. So I, I shouldn't have free will in who I vote for? How I spend my money? A case could be made. Jeez, that's really something. Wow. So we'll keep an eye on this guy and this organization and his boss. I mean, we've been playing these clips lately from the World Economic Forum. They're chilling because of the plan that they have for us that nobody knows about necessarily. And it, it, Glenn's been all over this great reset on say, his show. Yeah, somebody knows. <laughs> so, yes, some know, but not enough. Not enough is known about the World Economic Forum and uh, and all the people that are in it and running it. But somebody uh, sent us this clip from, a of all things, a Barney Miller episode. Oh, right. From 1981, <laughs> <laughs> where, where there's an interesting scene uh, with... The conspiracy theorist on the show, this probably wouldn't be allowed today. <laughs> I, I just wanted to meet them face to face. I wanted them to admit what they were doing. Who is they? He was in the office of the Trilateral Commission. <laughs> Trilateral Commission? Yeah, the Trilateral Commission. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what is the Trilateral Commission? <laughs> It's an organization founded in 1973 by David Rockefeller to bring together business and political leaders from the United States, Europe, Japan, so they could work together for uh, 
better economic and political cooperation between their nations. <laughs> That's what they'd like us to believe. But you see, what they're really up to is a scheme to huh. plant their own loyal members in positions of power in this country, to work to erase national boundaries, and create an international community, and in time, bring about a one-world government with David Rockefeller calling the shots. <laughs> yep. Take it they're pressing charges? Yeah, well, uh, uh, he broke a globe and, uh, and some UNICEF artwork. Well, they're, they're in on it, too. That's true. The UN. Okay, Mr. Klein, if you're just... I'm telling you, our whole way of life as we know it is in jeopardy. I appreciate that information. But I, 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 have, the, I have the documented evidence. It's all in there. Show him. Well, he's got um, these magazines here. Conspiracy Review. Suppressed Truth Roundup. <laughs> the whole master plan is exposed. Yeah, well, um... You're still not convinced, huh? <laughs> would, would you like to hear the names of just a few of the people who have been on the Trilateral Commission? Uh, not I would. particularly. James yeah, I Earl would. Carter. Huh. Huh. Heard of him? <laughs> Look, Mr. Klein... Henry Kissinger. Yeah. You heard of him? Yes. Walter Mondale. Who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Klein, this is John all... Anderson, George Bush. Now, you remember at the, at the convention, everybody thought it was going to be Ford for Veep. You know what happened? David Rockefeller just picked up a phone, put in a call. Hey, Ronnie, forget Jerry, it's George. Bye. <laughs> so, no matter who won in November, they had their man in the White House. Hmm. Are you through? <laughs> yeah. mm. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. So I wonder if that was uh, the writers at Barney Miller. I wonder if it was their little way of exposing some of that stuff. That's amazing. Through uh, comedy. Uh-huh. And uh, interesting. That's that's fascinating. How we see these little nuggets, you know, in The Simpsons and mm -hmm. Barney Miller episodes and all of that. It just goes to show that this has been going on for a really long time. And there must be something to some of it. I didn't right? hear Klaus Schwab mentioned though during no that, or uh, the Barney World Miller Economic Forum clip. I mean, so obviously, totally struck out, missed the mark, <laughs> completely so, off. Nice try there. Yeah, never mind. Okay, there's no, there's nothing going on. Nothing to see here. Move along, everybody. Move along. But remember, free will. That's over. It's over, according to the World Economic Forum <laughs> guy. Incredible, really incredible. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. More of Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray. This is interesting, too. Uh, the masks we've been wearing for the last two years, <laughs> they're destroying the planet. Someone warned you? Yeah. I mean, we, who, who would have seen this coming? Mm -hmm. Except us. Mm -hmm. And probably everybody else. <laughs> Why face mask fanatics are poisoning the planet. With 129 billion plastic face coverings used every single month, uh, Ross Clark for the Daily Mail is examining the effect on our environment. <laughs> Maybe this is the key to finally stopping the madness uh, in some quarters where it's still going on. Like New York... They still are insisting toddlers wear masks. Just, Evil. I can't take it. Mm -hmm. Centuries after anyone is left alive who remembers the COVID pandemic, archaeologists won't have to look hard to find 
characteristic evidence about the past two years across the world. Whenever they dig to a certain level, they will uncover the remains of plastic face masks. A grim symbol of the period we spent under the virus's shadow and how we strove to battle it. You ever use the word strove in everyday life? I don't believe I ever have. I don't believe once I've ever said. I was just trying to I've think. strove or I've striven to do anything. <laughs> that's, a good, that's one of those words that uh, <clears throat> maybe you write. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. But, but you, you never speak out never loud, ever right? say that unless you want to be punched in the face. Uh, they're going to find how we strove to battle the pandemic. Yeah, you're going to get hit. Get hit square in the face. <laughs> of course, masks will be only one part of this mountain of COVID pollution. Discarded latex gloves, throat swabs, and other single-use paraphernalia are also despoiling cities, beaches, under, uh, waterways, and oceans. But masks remain the most potent emblem of the pandemic. And he's just talking about the plastic ones. I mean, there's the paper ones, too. The I still have one of those? I don't know if I even mm. have one in my... We've been cutting them up for the overtime yeah, open. I don't think I have so, one. No. <laughs> but those those are not good for the... Pl- they're winding up in dumps uh, just like everything else is. Yeah, And the, the accompanying picture to the story is one of those masks. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. And... 129 billion. So how when you add the pla- the paper masks to that? I think that's what he's talking about. You think he's re- talking about both? Yes. Yeah, there can't be 129 billion plastic masks. But anyway, uh centuries after anyone is left alive who remembers this, uh more than 26,000 tons of the billions of plastic masks we've used leaked into and are now choking the ocean. Mm. Wait, is that where the polar bears live? Probably drowning <laughs> on these things, wouldn't you say? I would say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that... It's not climate change doing it anymore. That's old school. Now it's... A tragedy events. is unfolding oh, in the world today. Uh-huh. Right. Well, climate change I mean, it is, is climate change. And one of the most and magnificent wild animals on the planet. Beavers. No, 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 no. Polar uh, bears. Oh, polar bears. Although beavers are magnificent. They, aren't they? In their own way. Yeah. The ice is melting all around them. Oh, no. And they're going to drown. And food is becoming harder to find. Hmm. As they- oh, no. Bar- See? Bar- bar. It's your baby polar bear. Is the master. Oh, no. Oh, poor baby. You got the mask, you eat those. Eat the mask. Dumb animal. Eat the mask. Right, it's right there in front of you. What do right? You mean? You're choking the ocean. Just eat them then. And it's salted? I mean, <laughs> go to town. <laughs> Uh, it's catastrophic and unforgivable. COVID theatrics are costing the earth. It genuinely pains me to see committed environmentalists bemoaning the Mm. loosening of restrictions on these (laughs) largely pointless, right? Mm -hmm. And nature ruining masks. Mm -hmm. Enough now, Mm -hmm. please. Thank you. Uh, that's from a British environmental minister Mm -hmm. who wrote uh, those words online. The sheer quantity of plastic masks the world has used uh, for minutes. We use them for minutes and then throw them away. Staggering. Production has now been ramped up to such an extent that the American Chemical Society estimates 129 billion masks are used. Oh, my gosh. That's only... That's monthly. Mm -hmm. That's every month around the world. 
Nearly three million every single minute. So trillions are out there now. Yeah. Just trillions. <sighs> Gross. The world's plastic industry has done well from the pandemic. Mm-hmm. According to a report last year, global consumption of single-use plastics has leapt by 300% since COVID hit. Uh, the blue and white surgical masks that a lot of us have been strapping to our faces for two years may look harmless enough. And certainly their defenders claim they're mm-hmm. the least of two, lesser of two evils. Mm-hmm. But they come with their own controversies, being constructed from layers of poly propylene, uh, polyurethane, and other ca- plastics. It takes almost 500 years Good. for them to break down. <laughs> and about 30 years uh, for the polypropylene to do so. Jeez. Good stuff. Aside from the monstrous pollution they inflict on the world, masks make life horribly difficult for anyone with hearing difficulties mm-hmm. who is rendered unable to lip read. Yeah. Not only that, but then your voice is also muffled I mean, by and, the mask. And this thing goes on and on about the effects on kids. and it's People just, with dementia. Right. Autism, schizophrenia. <laughs> anybody who relies on you know seeing somebody's face to help them get through life, uh, it's going to be hampered. Yeah. Well, we got to protect the kids, though, right, Pat? Got to protect the kids. Yeah. Eric Adams loves seeing masks on the kids. He tweeted this out. This the Eric ma- Adams from the, the mayor of New York City. Mm-hmm. A judge has ruled in favor of the administration, and this evening stayed the order from earlier today on masks for two to four-year-olds. Oh, my gosh. If you aren't out of New York City yet, especially with your family, (sighs) you're not the brightest. I'm sorry. Well, Keith, every decision we make, according to Eric, is uh, made with our children's health and safety in mind. Every single one. Children between two and four should continue to wear their masks. In school and at daycare come Monday. So today, I'm sorry, still in them. Uh, no, people are evil. Because the thing is, come Monday, everything's all right. It'll be all right. Come Monday, be holding her tight. Mm. Yeah, yes, I spent four lonely days in a brown LA haze, but I, you know, I just want her back by my side. Well, why'd you say her? Why don't you say you? Because I don't know. Did it make it awkward since I'm in the room? Whole thing is awkward, actually. Oh. Yeah, just the come come Monday part so was you, the only so you the only part of that. I just point of clarification. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You don't want me? No. Back by your side? No, I do not. No. So thank you for clar- clarifying that. And we are <laughs> we are letting. <laughs> Uh, our leaders like Eric Adams abuse the kids in the name of COVID safety. Still, it's still <laughs> happening. You know, it really feels in Texas, I don't know if we're alone in this, but it really feels here like this thing is over. Oh, like yeah. it's been oh. over for some time. Mm-hmm. We live our lives pretty much as normal. Mm-hmm. We're going to movies again. We go to sporting events. We go to school. We don't wear our masks. We, we go to work. We don't wear a mask. Pretty much the only place still insisting on the dumb mask wearing is when you go to the doctor. Mm. And it's uh, it's like, okay, can you guys join us in this century maybe? <laughs> I've given up on my health. I haven't been to a doctor in a while, so I need to check on that. Yeah, and there are people who are still wearing masks at the store. And you know what? That's their choice. That's what's happening. It's called choice. Personal choice. Yep. All we've been asking for for over two years now is that. Yep. And that's where you see the masks. And usually when I go to the store, the only ones wearing it are the really older people. Mm. 
80, 85-year-olds. It's like you want to walk up to them and tell them, you know that's not doing any good, right? It's just not. You know you're br- breathing in your own spittle and uh-huh. yeah, grossness. It's really gross. Yeah. So you should just take it off. You'll be more comfortable. You're mm-hmm. not going to get anything. I mean, I'm walking around this place, and every single day almost, <laughs> I stop for something. Right. And I, I, don't, I don't get it. You don't well, get I COVID every day? I, I don't get it every day, though. No. No. Uh-huh. Just the one time. More than a third of high school students said they experienced poor mental health I bet. during the pandemic. Oh. According to a new government survey, adolescent girls and gay and lesbian youth seeing the highest rates of poor emotional well-being. Huh. Mm. I wonder why it affect, uh, affects... The girls probably spend a lot of time online, maybe, you, you know, and I don't know. They're not hanging out with their friends as much. Well, they're not getting gay to... Gay and lesbians, the same thing, maybe? I don't know. Well, I was going to say with the girls, maybe they're not... Not getting a chance to put on makeup and go out and hang out with friends. and I I don't know. Yeah. Just a thought. CDC also reported 44% of students in the previous year reported being so persistently depressed that they were unable to engage in regular activities. The agency conducted its survey of high school students January 2021 to June 2021 and concluded that the stresses of living through a public health emergency exacerbated an existing mental health crisis. Among youth. Wow. Uh, These data echo a cry for help, CDC Acting Principal Deputy Director Deborah Hurry said. The COVID-19 pandemic has created traumatic stressors that have the potential to further erode students' mental well-being. Our research shows that surrounding youth with the proper support can reverse these trends and help our youth now and in the future. Just destroying our kids every way possible. Um this is tragic and so avoidable. And, it, and it's exactly what we said was going to happen. Like 20% of adolescents have, cons- com- they've at least considered suicide. 9% have attempted it. It's just unacceptable. Unacceptable. It's got to stop. I mean, they don't, they don't, the leaders don't seem to care. As long as you're supposedly protecting them from you with that mask, uh, they they don't mind it. <clears throat> and they won't do the actual research or reading the research oh, they know. to figure out that it's not working. Oh, they know. Speaking of destroying our kids, Nickelodeon promoting transitioning children on Trans Day of Visibility. That oh, was, I Thursday. think, Thursday. Yeah, that was a big day. <clears throat> International Transgender Day of Visibility. They celebrated it with multiple videos promoting gender transitioning, particularly in children. You can't leave your kids alone in front of a TV anymore. Disney, Nickelodeon, doesn't matter. The network highlighted the story of a transgender child uh, named Rebecca who discussed growing up in the LGBTQIA2 plus community. Mm -hmm. Rebecca truly is an inspiration, the network's Twitter account posted. We stand with all kids and their families today on Transgender Day of Visibility and every day. Mm -hmm. Good. What does that mean? I don't know. You stand with them. It's just good. Yeah, it means you're continuing the indoctrination. That's what it means. In the video, Time and Nickelodeon Kid of the Year 2021 (laughs) finalist Rebecca Bruzhoff, a male child, how dare you gender this person? Yeah, I don't care for that. How dare you? A male child who identifies as a girl tells viewers trans kids are so much 
more than their gender identity. And it's so important for people to listen to kids. Mm. Growing up in the LGBTQQIA2 plus community has given me a different perspective on how I see the world. Yep. <clears throat> in a longer version of the testimonial, it's revealed that Bruce Hoff began identifying as a girl at eight years old. <clears throat> eight. I mean, we accepted the premise of letting anybody use the bathroom they want, right? Yeah. And then yes. it was just, we let them play sports. Uh-huh. And now, I mean, it's just, everything is just, ta-da, here we are. <laughs> we didn't And it happened stop it. at such breathtaking speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and there's a guy online who has really explained this beautifully in a long uh, tweet thread <clears throat> that I hope we have time for here. Because he explains exactly what they've yeah. done, what the plan is for your kids. It's horrifying. Get to that in just a second. Uh, but it's really important to celebrate International Trans Day of Visibility because mm-hmm. the more that the world understands, is aware of, mm-hmm. and supports people of trans experience, the more empowered this community will be to have our rights and to have what we deserve <laughs> and to be equal like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Cohen tells the viewers who are primarily children. Isn't that great? Okay. A lot of um, educators um, after this new law in Florida have said they're leaving the profession or they're going to some other state <laughs> to teach now because they just can't handle the restrictions in Florida. Good. They can't Go. not talk about transitioning. I guess not. I guess not. And about gay sex. They can't not talk about that. <laughs> Congratulations to Florida for uh, having a few more job openings for teachers now. Yeah. Yeah. How often did your teacher uh, oh, gosh. delve into their trans life? I or can't even remember. It was LGBTQQIA two plus. Too many times community. to count. Yeah, that. yeah. And by the way, if you try to, if you're a red state and you're gonna try to stop this from happening in your state of transitioning youths uh-huh. and kids, yeah. uh, the Biden administration has said uh, we're coming for you. Then oh, good. So that's it's a good, good time, right? We got in American that going history. For us. Yeah. And a guy named uh, you were just talking about Josh Dawes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he hosts a podcast called The Great Awakening. He explained exactly what's what's going on in in schools with this gender identity stuff. Um, and he did a twenty three tweet thread that's uh, pretty powerful. Tweeted: The left doesn't want to diddle kids; they want to create little revolutionaries. They don't want to. They don't want to diddle with the kids. They want revolutionaries to do what they need to to sever the bond between students and the parents they believe are raising their children to be hateful bigots. In order to sever the bond between parents and their children, the left is using a two-pronged approach, critical race theory and radical gender ideology, Mm -hmm. properly known as queer theory, are not two unrelated sets of ideas. They're two parts of the same strategy. CRT is usually the first set of ideas to be introduced. This is often enough to radicalize racial minorities, but it's merely step one for white or white-adjacent students. White-adjacent? That's a new term to me. CRT CRT instills in these students a negative self-identity as they're taught to believe they're recipients of enormous privilege that was stolen from others and that they are complicit in historic and ongoing injustice. In child terms, they're taught to believe they're bad. Yeah, that's no question. You can't get around that. Apart from the shame and guilt, this also gives them a worldview at odds with uh, the one their parents grew up with and are trying to pass on to their kids. Step one is complete. 
Once CRT is done tearing down these kids and leaving them with a negative self-identity, queer theory is introduced and offers them a wide assortment of positive self-identities to choose from. Instead of living with the shame and guilt of being a member of the oppressive dominant culture, these students can be celebrated for coming out as gender non-binary or pansexual. Mm. In an instant, these kids can trade their negative self-identity and all the accompanying guilt and shame of being an oppressor for a positive self-identity as much as venerated as as a much venerated oppressed minority. Wow. That's a really good point. At this point, the left desperately wants this new identity to stay at school so it has time to be cemented before the parents find out. In the guise of helping these students uh Helping these students in school withhold this information about their child's new identity from mom and dad. The parents' tendency will be to overact and push the child further into the arms of the woke radicals who now have the little revolutionary they wanted from the very beginning. The bond between parents and child has been severed, ending the perpetuation of hate and bigotry. The left is determined to replicate this process in as many families as they can using whatever means at their disposal. It's not about diddling kids. It's about capturing the minds of impressionable children. Unfortunately, this creates environments where actual predators can thrive. When young children are isolated from their parents, encouraged to adopt different beliefs and keep secrets from their parents, they're made easy targets for abusers. Wow, there we go. But my school has Christian teachers and a Christian principal. They couldn't possibly have this agenda. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's where we uh, turn to and connect another dot. Yeah, Joe Rigney, he links to an article uh, about dangerous virtues, stuff that looks looks innocuous and, and uplifting, but really there's danger there. Hear me loud and clear on this, he says. Most teachers love the kids in their classrooms and want only the best for them. They have, they've had their empathy for these uh, students weaponized against them by leftist activists promoting educational programs that sound nice and caring. It's a really good explanation of how the teachers can be complicit in this. Highly empathetic teachers are being used to promote this agenda, unaware of its insidious purpose. An example, I recently saw a teacher at a Christian school announce that she would no longer be using words mom, dad, or parents in her classroom. Her reason? She had just read a paper on the importance of making kids from non-traditional families feel included. She, she suggested replacing donuts with dads uh, with bagels with buds mm. or something of seems, that nature. Seems innocuous, right? Yeah, bagels with buds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This sounds like a very considerate thing to do for kids who might feel different because they don't have a dad or live with their grandparents. But its purpose is to subtly chip away at the very idea of the normative nuclear family. Yeah. Which is a stated goal, by the way, of BLM. Christians who think that we can embrace the ideas from CRT and reject radical gender ideology need to realize how the former is used to prepare kids to accept the latter. Now you see why there was such great pushback on parents that stood up to CRT. These are your kids we're talking about. The left wants them. They would love to sever your bond with them. They've been trying to do that for 100 years, by the way. They think your appeals to childhood innocence are an attempt to force heteronormativity on them. Seriously, they write papers on it. It's not a secret agenda. 
Jeez. We should take the time to help people see how nice-sounding programs are, are being used in the classroom to create little activists and put kids in danger. And that's the thing. A lot of schools will claim, yeah, we don't have, we don't do CRT. That's, go ahead and look through our curriculum. You won't see CRT. Yeah, they call it something else. That's why. That's what leftists do. As soon as they're discovered with their, with their evil agenda, they just change the name of it and keep preaching it under some other title. It's just incredible. All right. I got to tell you about um, about this. <laughs> Almost every day, we hear about another major corporation that has gone woke, tormenting their employees with leftist propaganda, funding organizations who seem to hate this country and traditional values and the Constitution. That's why I'm proud to support Patriot Mobile. It's America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider. They offer the same nationwide coverage as, as the other major car- carriers. You don't have to give up any quality to join Patriot Mobile. You, you don't have to sacrifice quality for your values. You get the same great service and peace of mind that your money is supporting free speech, life, and liberty. Patriot Mobile shares your values. They support organizations fighting for religious freedom, constitutional rights, sanctity of life and our veterans and first responders. Go to patriotmobile.com slash pat, or you can call 972-PATRIOT. Get the free activation with the offer code PAT. And veterans and first responders save even more. So make the switch today. It's time. Please join a company that supports your values. Patriotmobile.com slash pat. Patriotmobile.com slash pat or 972-PATRIOT. You know, Pat, coming up in overtime, um, we have a (laughs) clip from a politician that I think you're going to absolutely love. I put him right up there with Ron DeSantos as far as American politicians today. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So we got that going for us. A uh, lot more uh, stuffed, jammed, packed. But you got to sign up. And overtime. You got to sign up. Go to blazetv.com slash pat. Save 15% when you use More Unleashed. Not a joke. Not a joke.